Blog Talk Radio. All right. Hopefully you can hear me now. Hopefully somebody can hear me. Uh, all right, P. Ross, can you hear me now? Can you hear me, P. Ross? Yes, I can hear you. Okay, all right, and I can hear you. Uh, you know what? It, it's amazing at how the electronics don't work when they don't want to work, when they work when they want to work. Maybe we need to do a show on that. So why why electronics work when they want to? <laughs> you know what I mean? That would be All kind right. of fun. Huh? That would be kind of fun. Yeah, I'm sure it would be. Have all the tech gurus, geeks call in and give us exactly. their take on it. All right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that would be funny. Yes, 712, I see you in the chat room. Thanks for hanging out with us today. All right, y'all. Once again. Welcome back. It's a new year. First show of the year. We're here. You here. That means we made it through 2017. It's 2018. And, uh, you know, it's 2018, P. Ross. You know, that's a year down. Somebody, yeah, ain't that something? Somebody got, 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 oh, somebody got older. <laughs> it wasn't me. I'm still my young, fresh self. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I'm going to keep telling myself that.
or racial or racism, however y'all want to you know, answer the question. Can telling the truth be racist? I don't know if you can say racist or racism or racial. That's one of the three words I've been, you know, da 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 messing around with. But anyway, can telling the truth be considered one of those three, okay? However you want to put it, you can put it, all right? But anyway, we're going to rock and roll. Now, let me tell you, I put the question up in the chat room, okay? So if you want to go in the chat room, www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk, okay? Log in with the username, type, and sing, whatever you want to do in the chat room. You know, of course, I got master control, so if you get out of hand, I'm going to shut you down. I'm just going to put it out there. All right? But if you come in as a guest, you can only read what's being put down in the chat room. And um, we want to hear what you have to say. You know, I know I understand. Some of y'all can't talk where you are, so you go into the chat room and you do it that way. That's fine. We have no problem with that. Another way is just call us, 347-838-8622. Once again, 347-838-8622. And uh, we'd be more than happy to, to, to listen to what you have to say that way as well. Uh, email, ericlesstalk at gmail.com. And, um, you know, we're going to change that email. We'll talk about that later, P. Ross. Something just flew through my brain. But, yeah. Eric, let's talk at gmail.com. And the website is up and running, www.ericletstalk.com. Okay, so those are all the ways you can participate in the show, okay? And I will be monitoring all of them, so <laughs> don't be scared. Don't be scared. Because we want to hear what you got to say. You know what I mean? Of course, we have the quote of the day for you. We got a song of the day for you. And it's a pretty upbeat song, you know, no no nah, political sadness stuff going on. Being that it is the new year, thought I'd give you a, a, a song that encourages you at the beginning of the year. <laughs> I like the way I say that, that encourages you. That is so good. <laughs> I give myself a star for that one. <laughs> I articulated that quite well. But anyway. <laughs> Oh, sometimes I just tickle myself. I really do. All right, anyway, P. Ross, what you got for me? What's on your mind before we get to the song of the day? I know we got plenty of time, but tell me what's on your mind. Oh, just looking at the things around us, man. You say we made it to 2018, and you look around the world, and you see, you know, Everything you would think that as time goes on, things would get better, but it just seems as, as more and more things are getting more corrupt, you know. Hmm. Yeah. You know that's interesting. You say more corrupt. Yeah. Even you know, more. Cause I, I, I was. Yeah, because I would say, is it is it getting becoming more corrupt, or is it just beginning to um, be exposed? Would that, would that be a right way of saying it? Yeah, that would be a right way of saying it. Or is it just now yeah, becoming it's, exposed to the to the normal joke? Probably. A little bit of both. I believe it's a little bit of both. Yeah. Okay. I, I think it's uh, a little yeah. bit of both. And you yeah. know what? You may just be right there, ma'am. You may just be right there because – there's a lot of things we still don't know. 
there's a lot of things that's being um, introduced and and exposed out there that, of course, many will not believe, no matter what. Um, of course, you know we got 45 in the in the, in the White House, and 45 is not going to take credit for anything that goes bad. He only wants credit for everything that supposedly goes well. You know, and it's a shame because you know mainstream media. And the rest of them, they be getting to fall right in line. Well, don't say nothing about it. Like this new book that came out. And I'm going to get this book. What is what? All right, Pete, what you doing? I hear a whole bunch of stuff going on over there. Tell them leave you alone. <laughs> Tell them leave you alone. <laughs> Tell them leave you alone. You're busy right now. You're at work. But yeah, you know, and, and other than that, we're gonna have us a good time. We're gonna have us a good time today. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I sent you, I sent you emails. So the emails were the notes, basically. So, anyway, um, I think it's time for the song of the day. Yeah, let's do the song of the day right now. It's a short one. It's only three minutes and 15 seconds long. Then we're going to get into the quarter of the day. And then from there, we're going to go on and, and, and start knocking out the show. Because I want to get into it. I'm all excited about it. You know, I really am. Me and my co-host, we're going to hang out and we're going to do our thing. And like I said before, y'all more than welcome to come on in and help us out, you know. We love you like that. <laughs> Each and every one of you. All right? Yeah, he so, loves you like that. First, we love you like that. That's right. We don't need to be walking around with no silver bullets in our pockets. Nah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. Without further ado, man, here's uh, Mr. Andy Grammer. And keep your head up. we see y'all shortly. <laughs> I've been waiting on the sunset, bills on my mindset, I can't deny they're getting high, higher than my income, income's breadcrumbs, I've been trying to survive, the glow that the sun gets right around sunset, helps me realize, this is just a journey, drop your worries, you are gonna turn out fine, oh, you turn out fine. You gotta keep your head up Kicking these rocks, it's kind of hard to watch this life go by I'm buying into skeptics, skeptics mess with the confidence in my eyes I'm seeing all the angles, thoughts get tangled I start to compromise, my life and my purpose, is it all worth it? Am I gonna turn out fine? Oh, you turn out fine Gotta keep your head up, oh, and you can let 
we want you to join in. So come on and talk to me. That was a song, wasn't it? Come talk to me. Yeah. Well, I see. I got all kind of stuff running through my brain today. But anyway, let's get on with it. Get on, y'all. Um, it's time that time of the day, man. It's that time of the day for the quote of the day. And P, I know P got got a good one for y'all, man. Y'all got a good one. I mean, when she got a real good one for you. All right. So without further ado, one, two, three. Quote of the day, y'all. country so I thought that that this would be a great quote for our first show in the new year Um, it's by Felix Frankfurter who was a Supreme Court justice in 1952 and way back then he said that the real rulers in Washington are invisible and exercise power from behind the scenes again let me say that again the real rulers are in Washington, and the real rulers in Washington are invisible and exercise power from behind the scenes. You know, when when we talk about that, we say, oh, you're just conspiracy theorists, and, you know, that's not really true. But think about it this way. You know, this quote is from an insider who understood that even though he was a judge, and not only a judge, but a Supreme Court judge, you know, a judge on the Supreme Court, the highest court supposedly in our nation. Yet there were limitations to even him, to even what he could do, even to what he could rule, things that he himself could not surpass because the real power players, the ones who pulled the strings and caused everything to work, were yet unseen and in a sense even untouchable. You know, we're talking about those able to manipulate every system put into place. You know, they they were able to manipulate them at will, you know, to cause unjust laws to become, you know, to be, be cause, to cause rather just laws to become unjust, to wield a sector of power not only over the people of the U.S., but also other nations and leaders to destroy world governments in order to bring about an agenda that has been in place since the people on the, May, on the Mayflower killed their first Native Americans. Yeah, think about it. That's how long this has this has been in place. That this agenda has been going on. It is not something that just happened. You know, it, the, the the tax laws being just passed now is not something that just happened. Forty five being elected at a time, you know, when he's elected didn't just happen. Obama being elected at a time that he was elected didn't just happen. This is all part of a plan, but we as normal everyday so-called people fail to see it because we really still think our vote counts. When we can tell you that, hey, the presidency is determined by the Electoral College. They already know who they want want to put there even before the election starts, even before the campaign But when we say that, who's believing that? Who's understanding that? That there are power players and powers behind the scenes that you and I don't see. 
that you and I don't know about. There are people in bed with each other to bring this world, not just the United States, but every other country, to an expected end, to an agenda to manipulate things, to manipulate people and things, to cause chaos, to implement laws. See, it's not it's not just, uh, you know, the people are crying out, oh, 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 we need gun control. Oh, oh, what are they doing to manipulate you in order to make you feel that way? You know, back in the day, take, for example, something as simple as child abuse, something as simple as correcting your child. You can't do that anymore because if it feels now, there's a slogan, if it feels like abuse, it is. There's a way out for you, and your children are being taught this. So now you have manipulation in your home. I'm going to call 911. If I can't have ice cream, really? Well, you better relocate because you're not going to have a place to live. You know, and now we have parents in fear of standing up who have parental rights to discipline their child. They have a parental right to discipline their child, but they acquiesce to the system because they don't want to go to jail because their child feels like they can lie, giving that child more power over them. And everything is topsy-turvy. Everything is upside down. See, that, 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 that now the lawless, things that are completely lawless, things that, you know, are, are, are completely immoral are now lawful. And nobody seems to recognize or nobody seems to understand that there is an agenda in play to bring us into what, you know, we say, oh, we call it New Age, but it's just yet a new world order, a one world system in all things where your your very freedom are being taken away from you right underneath your nose. And the crazy part about it is you think it's all good. You think it's to benefit you, but it's not. When will we wake up? When will we realize? When will we truly understand that this system, this U.S. as we know it, is heading towards eventual and total destruction? Yeah, we're the power players right now. Yeah, we, they still call us a superpower. But you're going to see soon, you're no longer the economic superpower that you thought you were. Think about it. What goods are manufactured here? What do you go into the stores anymore that says made in the U.S.? Think about it. Now, what if the same thing? that this country has done to everybody else turns about on them when, you know, you're no longer the ones that are sending the businesses over in other countries having slaves and sweat slave shops, sweatshops, and all of that where people are just making, what, a couple of dollars a day, maybe $14 a week. What happens when that no longer, you are no longer the payer, but you are the payee. You're making the $7 a week. See? We never think about that, but we have to understand, you know, you reap what you sow, turn about is fair play. That's why you always hear me say at the close of the show, we have to learn to live above this one world system. Recognize 
Get educated. Find your faith in God. So you covered, so you shield and shielded, so that you know you can live above this one world system, and you're not caught up. You're not caught up in the rhetoric. You're not caught up in the delusion that has been perpetrated since before this country was even in existence. So just remember, the real rulers in Washington are invisible, and they exercise power from behind the scenes. And you never know, because the media is on board with them. You only get to see what they want you to see. You only get to know what they want you to know. It's not just happening in other countries. It's been here. It has always been here. Open your eyes, people. Recognize. That's my quote of the day. All right. That's your quote of the day. Yay. That was your very nice quote. Very nice quote. I like that. Now, you know, I, um, you know that man. I tell you, that was a good. That, that was good. That was good. Because I heard something today, and I just had to chuckle a little bit at it. Yes, y'all, I do chuckle every now and then. I was listening to my great, my 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 my, my favorite show, Lush Limbaugh's show, and uh, you know he mentioned something. And the term today is called the deep state. Those are the ones that quote unquote runs the country from the invisible spots wherever they're posted at, okay? So that is the term today, deep state. Now, however, I do find it quite interesting that before um, 44, President Obama um, left office, every time someone claimed that there was a shadow government is what we used to call it, you know, now they call it a deep state. Nobody wanted to admit that. And it, it was funny. Nobody, it didn't exist. No, no, it's not happening. But now, since you have 45 in office, oh, it's a whole big thing. And uh, 44 is the head of the quote-unquote deep state now. And I find that quite amazing how for one moment it wasn't at all. Then now, in the, in the span of one year, one year time almost in 12 days, you know, there's this big, deep state shadow government that has become so powerful within a year's time that it is running everything. Where's the logic in that, people? Where's the logic in that? You know, there is no logic in it because it's a, just a bunch of hogwash, and as always, we're being fed the propaganda that everyone, that the powers that be want us to know. But the those of us that have been around enough time already know that there's more to it than just what we're being told on the surface. Because let's be honest, nine times out of ten, people aren't going to I spelled that wrong. People are not going to uh do do the research or dig deep enough to find it out exactly what 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 is really going on. Because in all honesty, they don't care for it. They don't care. It doesn't. It, it, it doesn't interrupt their little bubble. They can care less. Long as it don't burst my bubble, I don't care. You know. Here's how crazy it has gotten. 
for any of y'all last night that watched the award show, I think the what was the Golden Gloves or whatever, go, 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 uh, Golden Gloves. And, uh, of course, you know, all the women were supposed to dress in black as, you know, to, to represent the Me Too movement. Now, I don't know what Me Too is, but anyway. And, of course, and of course, Oprah got up there and gave this, quote, unquote, so impassionate speech about sexual harassment. You know, now they're talking about her running for president in 2020. In 2020. Guess what, y'all? No, no, no. We don't want Oprah running for president. Don't want Oprah for president. Once again, <laughs> once again, the black community is about to get open, though, in the biggest way that I, I mean, wow. Now let's think about it. Oprah running for president. Who's going to vote Majority of her votes gonna come from women. I'm waiting. Women. Women. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Women. Exactly. Not to mention the African American women that just go go gaga goo and and run like like never before. Now, hopefully, she give them uh, you know uh, uh, some gifts that she going into the White House like she did used to do on her show. (laughs) About that, but. Look, we don't need no more of that, all right? We already have a celebrity in office. We see how that's going. We don't need any more. Now, the question is, if she runs for office, does that mean her and Stedman going to get married? Because it's been a lot. Shoot, when was the last time they had a single individual as president of the United States of America? Never has been. It's been a while. Never has been a single individual? No. Nope. Huh. Hmm. So I guess they will have to get married first, huh? Even though there's not a requirement for it. But, hey, let them get married. But, look, she just gave a speech, you know, just like everyone, everyone that lately that goes on a, 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 a award show, you know, that gives this great speech that, you know, Supposed to rouse everybody up and, and make the movement, you know, more popular, what have you, just for it to burn out in two or three months after the war shows are over and everybody's back to their daily cry. Uh, nobody's really paying attention to it anymore. <laughs> you know? So, y'all, don't, don't fall for the okie doke this time, all right? Don't fall for the okie doke. You know? Because think about it, Oprah gonna become president. That means Gail gonna become. Uh, um, I guess Gail will be. Who, who would Gail be? The press, the press person. I guess. I guess Gail would be the one sitting under giving the daily briefings. Because <laughs> you can't have Oprah without a Gail, right? <laughs> you know, the two go together. So you gotta have a, a Gail up there doing something. So you let her talk about the press. You talk to the press every day. They will like her. You know, instead of to be the the the, the quote unquote first stood, because you can't say the first husband because he ain't married, so he has to be the first stood, right? Oh, wow. <laughs> y'all know I'm not. Look, y'all know I'm not normal, right? I'm just gonna say y'all know I'm not normal. So, so these things. <laughs> I think I'm the only one who think about it like that. Okay, but no, we back on the serious tip though. No, we don't need Oprah. 
no, no, no. Um, um, wait a minute. Before I go any further, let me ask my team co-host what she think about Oprah running for for, for president. No, no, no. What you think about that, Rose? No, 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 definitely not. No, no, we don't, we don't need, we don't need no pessimistic, optimistic, healing other nature. You know, we don't, you know, don't need nobody trying to fix anything. We don't need nobody crying about the state of state of the union. And no, 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 we don't, we don't. We don't need that. <laughs> no. We don't need that. No, no, we don't. Okay. No. All right. All right. We don't need that. Y'all heard me? Me and my co-host we together on that. We don't need Oprah for president. All right. You know, but the scary part is. If someone of, of of the stature of Oprah decides not to run for the presidency of the United States, forty five has a chance of becoming forty six. You know that, right? That would be really interesting. I say, if, if you take someone, if you don't have anyone um, such as with the stature of Oprah running, that's, that's going to get. A lot of people behind them to vote. Forty-five has a chance of becoming forty-six. True. You know that, right? Yeah, he does. He does. He does. Because right. believe it or not, that base, his base that he has right now is just, you know, he he still hasn't done anything wrong to them, even though he daily gets up there lies, you know, about a whole bunch of stuff. Oh, I'm sorry, he gives alternative facts. Uh, that that was that was Skeletor lady said Carrie Ann Conway, yeah. Alternative facts. No, he be lying. Next Saturday he got up there at this big press conference at Camp David, and and just oh I went to the the most the the best schools and da 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 and that that doesn't make you smart man, at all. Just because you went to the you you had the money to go to the best schools, you know that don't make you smart at all. Oh. And I ran for president and won the first time. Once again, you stretched the truth because you have run for president before, as part of the the reform party. Yeah, the reform party. Hmm. So this makes second time. You know, and, and, and the thing about it, that book that came out, that's coming out, Fat Fire and Fury, which I must purchase because I want to read. You know, a lot of stuff that's being said in the, that's being said that is in the book is not news to most of us. If we, if you really sit down, pay attention, and watch this guy operate, it's not news. We already know this. We already know he's unstable. <laughs> you didn't need no psychiatrist to tell you that. We already know that his administration is the most chaotic there has been in a long, long time. We know this already. We know this. You know, have you ever have you ever watched that 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 press Sarah Sanders Huckabee, you know, the the, the press release lady be standing up there, you know, and, and she be standing there. And she looks so homely. She looks so homely, y'all. She really do. And she stands there, and 
you can tell she's lying and she, because <laughs> she don't want to say it herself. She don't be want to say it herself, so she be saying. But she has to. She has to. Another interesting piece when you see 45 briefing or, or, or announcing any type of legislation, if you notice anyone who's speaking, it is a must. It is a must that they mention him as the the, 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 the ultimate reason why anything got done. If you don't believe me, go back and watch some of the videos of, of him him having a press conference. Without the leadership of President Trump, without the this and without the that and other really? Really. This is the guy that says, you know, I'm I'm uh, um how how the kids say it? I um I I do something like and I, I find a quote that then I cause it's it's interesting because I'm like, really? I, I don't know who talks like that. I don't know an adult who really talks like that. You know, man wakes up every Saturday morning and just goes on a tweet of being. I guess they give him his phone back on the weekend and he just goes on a tweet then. Why? You know, if you're supposed to be the head honcho of the greatest military nation in the world, please explain to me why your skin is so thin. Now he's taking credit for South Korea and North Korea uh, having talks. Well, wait a minute. There's been backdoor talk, talks going on between the North Koreans, the South Koreans, and the United States since June, at least June of last year. Ain't got nothing to do with him threatening that little man. Nothing at all. Ain't got less about him threatening them. Because, well, basically, both of them ain't doing no of a blowing hot air. Neither one of them going to push a button because, I mean, what is the end result? You know, they push a button. He push a button, rockets go flying, you know, everybody's shooting at the rockets, everybody missing the rockets. Boom. Bam. You know, so let's let's not get out of the man. And then there was this 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 um um piece on sixty minutes last night about RT television, which is Russian television. You know, and of course the United States now wants the Russian television um, television um, network to register itself as um, an enemy of the state, basically, uh, because they don't like what the um, what is being put out across Russian television. Now, I personally watch Russian television. I really do the news thing, and you know why I like to watch it because you get you get. Uh, the piece of the puzzle that you would never get here in this country. No, you get to actually see leaders, other leaders of other countries talk about what's really going on in their country, the people. No, you don't get the propaganda-led nonsense that we get here at 6, 10, oh, I'm sorry, 5, 5, 6, 7. Why does the news come on so many times now? It's the same thing repeated over and over and over and over again. So, you know, if you start at five, believe me, at six it's the same thing. Maybe one other person got killed and they got a reporter on the way. 
But anyway, so yeah, I was a part of the sheep, being led by the nose. And that's why when I see them children, that's why I see these children walking around here now with them nose rings in like a bull. I say, you know what? Y'all just hook, hook the chain to it and start dragging them right now. Because that's where they're going. The wherever they're being led. I know. I, I didn't have to bring that in, but I don't know. That just bothers me when I see that, okay? But, yeah. So, I, I admit, I was a part of that. So, that does give me the right to actually say it. I feel. I feel. I do. So, yeah, the sheeple. You know, I had another stronger word I was going to use, but I don't use that type of language. So, we're going to move on from there. <laughs> we're going to move on from there. Mm. Now, let me ask you this question, P, before we yes. get into this marijuana thing. Is there anything, anything I just said that could be considered Racial, racist, or a part of racism? Well, not to me, <laughs> but, you know, maybe there's somebody else out there, but not to me. I mean, that's your truth. That's what truth is. How can truth be ra- racial? Truth is what truth is. It doesn't make it racial. It doesn't make it biased. It, it just is. It just is. And whatever you consider your, your truth to be to you, you know, it, it's not necessarily Racist, if it indeed is the truth, you know. Now, when it's your opinion, yeah, that that makes it can make it racist, you know, because it's from your own experiences. What you see, it very well may not apply to everybody, you know. Hmm. But if it's the truth, and it's the absolute truth, you have to really explain to me how the truth can be racist. I don't understand that. Unless, of course, unless, of course, you're talking about racism. And then, you know, you know, then it's true. But if you're not talking about racism, you're simply making a statement, you know, about things that are occurring, that are happening, that are indeed real. It it doesn't make it racist because it's, it's, it's the truth. It doesn't make it racist. Okay. But because we have been conditioned we have been conditioned to feel some kind of way or to attribute a factor, you know, or to contribute an emotion, I should say. Yeah, that's a good word. To contribute an emotion to, to, to what something says or to one's opinion, you know, we find a way to make it be racist. We find a way to make it be anti-Semitic. We find a way to make it be, you know, anti-gay or anti-homosexual or, you know, whatever the term it is now, the politically correct term that they use now. I don't know. Uh, But, you know, we find a way to fit it into our agenda, you know, to bring our emotions in to say that, oh, well, that's not right because you offended me. Well, hell, be offended. That ain't the only thing that's going to offend you in, in, in this system of things coming into play. Mm. You know, so everybody's everybody's ice skating on their emotions. Everybody's, you know, trying to, 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 to wear the, their feelings on their sleeves 
to be acknowledged that you just can't say that because, you know, I, I'm in that genre of people and you offend me, so therefore you're no longer entitled to your opinion. And that's a bunch of poppycock. Take your feelings and your opinions, you know, and do what you do with them. Because nobody's going to live by what you think or how you feel. And the world just cannot be moved by that. It can no longer move along those agendas. We just can't. It makes no sense. It makes no sense because if we're going to be moved by everyone's opinions, everyone's feelings, everybody's, you know, offenses, then how many laws are going to come into place to address those offenses? Animals have more rights than children do. You get more time for abusing an animal than you do for abusing a child. How is that? How is that? How is that? You know? So I I have no idea. But it's true. Hmm. But it's true. (laughs) It's true, huh? (laughs) Yes. See and 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 see now. Now does that is that going to cause Peter to come running after me because you know I don't agree with that. You know, because, <laughs> hey, I care about animals, you know, so you can't talk to them about that. You leave an animal in a hot car, you know, hey, you can go to jail. Leave a child in a hot car and nobody knows about it. You all right? You know, this kid okay, okay? <laughs> Where's your parents, honey? You know, people people call, people call the cops quicker if you leave your dog in there than when you leave your child in there. They're going to go try to find you, find the parent first. Hmm. The child's still in the car. <laughs> Break a window. Hmm. Just hmm. You know, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You know, and we, we have to look at that. We have to look at where where our real motives and where our real responsibility lies. You know, and when we're talking about emotions, you are deceived by your emotions. They can lead you astray. Stop being, you know, stop being so thin-skinned. And, you know, and it really makes sense now. It really makes sense. And I just thought, you know, because you said that about 45, but it really makes sense for a nation of thin-skinned people to have a thin-skinned leader. It makes sense. Mm. It makes sense. Mm. Who better? Who better better to get their agenda across? You know, I'm just saying. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and what you just said makes a whole lot of sense. A whole lot of sense, especially especially when you get to that last part you were just talking about. Because yeah, yeah, people, a nation of thin-skinned people led by somebody who's thin-skinned. That's about yeah. right. That's about yeah. right. Because, you know, nobody knew really what they were saying, you know, back in the, you know, the late 90s, early 2000s, when everybody was talking about, you feeling me, though? You feeling me? No, hell no, I ain't feeling you. Shut up. That's foolishness. Oh, I hate that. I hate that thing. You know what they said? I just like, ah. I like to just cringe. No, I don't feel you. 
You know, and, and look, look, and if you're an attractive young lady, I say, yeah, I'm, I would like to feel you. Then I'm wrong, right? You just ask me, do I feel you? See, yeah. see that point right there. That's the truth, that's but I, I guess it depends on how it can be said and how it can be um, interpreted. Can yeah. you know, in some instances, to be construed as being racist? Because you know, it can't be racism. They don't fit that that definition, or does it? No, no, no. They they is right. It's either racist, politically incorrect, or whatever term they want to add to it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. You might as well go and throw that out there. Hmm. shouldn't be. 
But anyway, oh, that's enough of that. We're going to move on here because I'm going to talk about this marijuana thing because this is really going to get interesting here. And uh, But before we do, let's bring our old friend in who wants to say Happy New Year to us, Mr. P. Yankee. P. Yankee, how are you? Good afternoon and Happy New Year to you. Oh, how you doing, Eric? <clears throat> nice to talk. Nice to speak to you. Nice Starting to off a new year just how right. I'm doing just fine. And some of these individuals <laughs> need to be put in prison. They are just totally terrible. They are menace to society. They mean no good, not even to their own self. If you bury them, the ants probably won't even eat them. The ground may spit them back up. <laughs> Uh-huh. Really? Absolutely. What are we talking about? What are we talking about? And they prey on individuals, especially individuals as they get into the older older age. And uh, you're getting ready to get into the marijuana discussion. Now, I, I totally disagree with the Attorney General and their pursuit on this issue on marijuana. I think that all street drugs should be legalized myself. And if a state has problems with that, then they, at the state level, should uh, initiate any type of enforcement that they would like to. I'm a state's rights man. If uh, I'm living in a state and I like some of the Policy says there, I just move someplace else. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, well, Pianchi, you know, um, is that it? That's it for yeah. That's, that's all. I want to listen. To, I want to hear your commentary on the herbal okay. drug, no even though I, I never have little, used it. Mm-hmm. Even though I well, never have used have. it, don't use it. But uh, I'd like to know what your commentary is. No problem. I can do that. I got plenty of commentary on it. All right, don't put you back in the queue, and we're going to move forward with it, all right? And you know how to get get my attention if you want to say some more. I know you'll be in the chat room, so we all good. All right, thanks, Ben, and happy New Year to you once again. All right, so marijuana. Jeff Sessions has decided to reverse an Obama-era policy that told, you know, federal prosecutors and state prosecutors do not do not, you know, make it priority to, to, to put, you know, to prosecute low criminals like weed runners and stuff like that in jail, especially in the states that are have legalized the selling of marijuana, whether it's recreational or medicinal, I mean medical. Now, Jeff Sessions has said, forget that, forget that. I am telling you, as the head of the Department of Justice, if you catch them, prosecute them to the fullest of the law. Now, that can be looked at a couple of ways. That can be looked at a whole couple of ways here. The first way you say, well, I understand that because this country has a very bad opioid epidemic going on, and marijuana is the gateway to harder drugs. Okay, that's one way of looking at it. Another way we look at it is, well, Jeff Sessions, when he came in, 
he said we need more prisons, more private prisons, and he actually has some stock in a group that owns a lot of the bigger, more popular prisons, I mean private prisons. Okay, that's another way of looking at it. And the last way I would say you can look at it is because the black guy did it, the white folk were taking it away. All right. <laughs> did I just, was that racial P. Ross? That wasn't racial, was it? No, that was a fact, right? Uh, not necessarily a fact. <laughs> it can't be racist. <laughs> the whole intent racist because you said if the black guy did it, so the white guy wanted to take it away. So you're stating that the only reason it's being taken away because it was initiated by a black man. So yeah, that's racist. But it very well still may be true. It's still very well. But it's still very well. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, right. it has been done. Yeah, every everything that okay. everything everything that Obama has done, everything <laughs> that, that that he initiated, that he, that he did, you know, forty forty five is is erasing or wiping off the table. Yeah, so you know mm. that is not true. Okay, that's not true. I'm going down that but, road though. Yeah, <laughs> go ahead. You know that's that's but, true. Look, that's just true. On this. On the serious side of this marijuana issue, though, um, in this instance, I do believe that Department of Justice is just wrong. It's wrong. You know, the, the states that have actually legalized the marijuana, legalized marijuana, um, recreational marijuana, not just um, the medical marijuana, has actually um, seen an improvement in their economy. You know, starting with, with Colorado, Alaska, huh? Yeah, it is. But see, the other yeah. thing, the other thing you you have to look at is the flip flop here too, because if you remember when he was campaigning, Trump said that he wasn't even gonna, you know, even even address that. He wasn't even gonna bother with that. That it, it, it that like um, P. Yankee said, it should be left up to the state. Well, now. You know, he's saying it's a federal thing. See, so we see the flip flop. You know, we see the inconsistency. You know, well, you know, well, you know, just the lies. Hell, let's just make it what it is. <laughs> Not just inconsistency, just the outright lies. You know, just to get in a place that you needed to be or that you wanted to be to press for your agenda. You know, true. You know, and with sessions. First, you know, was asked about this question about medical medical marijuana. You must admit he has been pretty stable on what he was saying. Is nope, because it causes crime. His biggest thing is it causes crime. I mean, big time yeah. crime. Let him tell it. Right. That that's that's the, one of the biggest things he has a a, a problem with. You know, it, it causes crime. It, you know, drug running and things like that from the states that have legalized it to states that don't, hasn't legalized it. And the, the cartels and stuff are taking advantage of the, the laws, the lax laws in those states to transport across lines or what have you. Duh, doo-doo, gummy, no. No, because it's being done regardless. That, ain't had, that has nothing to do with it. 
nothing. And just think, in Colorado, the marijuana sale has had a $2.4 billion impact. Impact. Hello. Mm-hmm. They talking about creating jobs, right? Right. Selling legal weed has created 18,000 full-time jobs. Full-time jobs. Not to mention $2.4 billion to the state economy. Right? I mean, so what is the issue here? The issue is, see, <laughs> I almost went there. See. Now, now, so can we say, can we go back to say, um, well, the selling of marijuana, legal marijuana, then, uh, there's an ulterior motive somewhere with this. Yeah, because the more states, motive. the more states you have selling it, the the less power the the federal government is going to have anyway. Now we all know. We all know if the federal government really wanted to shut it down, they send the DEA in and, and shut it down. But then that'd be a long court battle. I mean, a very long court battle, because there is actually something, and I think it's the article in Article Six that gives the states um, um, power to actually, you know, fight that kind of thing. If I'm not mistaken, I had to look that up again, but I think it is Article Six. So. Or is Article 6 the one that gives federal government power over state? I think that's what it is. But it, it, it's a it's something called a narrative. I got to look at my notes because I remember I wrote that down because that was important. Um, where the states can actually fight fight this 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 thing with uh, Jeff Sessions, you know. But honestly, I, you know, weed has been given a bad rap. It really does. You know, folks, we talking about well, you know. When you do this, when you smoke weed, you know, you're going to go out and rob people. Look, and I'll be straight up. I smoked plenty of weed when I was a kid, and the last thing I thought about was going to rob anybody. Okay? That was the last thing I thought about doing. Only thing I want to do is laugh, have fun, and eat up the world. That was it. Jeff Sessions, his other argument is, well, we know today that, Weed is a lot stronger than it was back in the day. Okay, I give him that. And you really don't know what they're putting in it, right? You got to give him that point. You have to give him that point. But if this administration is keep yelling about, well, we want to create jobs and so forth, and, and the citizens of the United States are in agreement with it, which I think over 62% of, of the, the, you know, the population agree is beginning to agree with legalizing marijuana. Why are you fighting it? Why are you going against what the American people want? Why? So, it, it, and once again, is that saying that uh, Mr. Smith knows knows exactly what's better for the American people than the American public themselves? You create jobs. It's creating jobs. It's putting money back into the state economy when a lot of states need money, especially that place out there called California, because we know they just all shot up anyway. Hey, D.C. just passed it. So why 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 is there uh, why are they fighting it? Why are they fighting it? You know why? Is it? Uh, I, I'm not I'm not understanding. Not understanding. Help me out, uh, P. Ross. Tell me, what, what other issue could there be? 
You know, it, it, you know, it always comes back to 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 profits and loss. That's what it always comes mm-hmm. back to. You know, and and if it's legalized, then some some somebody's pocket is being slighted, and that and that's not that's not gonna you know that's that's oh. not gonna be, that's not gonna you know oh. be, uh, 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 they gotta rectify that. See, they got to rectify that. See, because now instead of being able to obtain these funds illegally with no questions asked, now there's a paper trail because it, it, everybody knows that those clinics and those, you know, those depots or whatever they call them for the use of marijuana where they have to go and pick it up or pick up the drops or get the prescriptions filled, they have That's to be right. accountable yeah. for, for, for everything that comes in and out of there, you know. You can't just stop me on the street and I got a kilo in my car and only a half a kilo gets turned in. Or I got $50,000 in my car and only 10 gets turned in. Where's the other? I know what I had. See, I know what I had. So where's Mm -hmm. the rest of it? See, so there's accountability now. So somebody's pocket is being slighted, and 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 let's just and 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 let's just be honest. Nothing gets into this country under, under the nose of Mr. Smith. I mean, who regulates this stuff in the first place? Who approves this stuff in the first place? Who allows all of these these things to make it to the street to have the value, the marketing value that it has? See, so what's the real motivation? If it's helping so many people, you know, if it's helping so many people, then why the pushback all of a sudden? Mhm. I agree. I mean, you know, let's just be let's just be real. I mean, you know, it was a drug in the first place. You know, when you released it into the streets in the first place, it is and always has been a drug. The only difference now is that it's no longer illegal. The only difference now is that in some states it is legal for people to smoke it, for people to use it recreationally. So that limits the amount of the the the, the amount of arrest warrants. That limits the amount of people that you don't have now to fill your jails. You know, especially since they're under private contracts now, and there has to be a certain number of bodies in there. In order for you to again make the money that you need to make, see. So we have to truly understand. You know, one hand washes the other, and when somebody's hand ain't getting washed, then you know we got to change some laws. Mm. So it fits the agenda, you know. That that, you know, so it fits our, our, our agenda. In order for us to be okay, we don't care about anybody else being okay as long as we okay. Let's just be real. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's interesting that, that you mentioned pockets because yeah. um, I think last year, around August, September time frame, we, we mentioned something called asset forfeiture. Remember that? Well, when you get stopped on the highway and if, if the authorities felt that you had gained the cash you were carrying or things you were carrying illegally, they could confiscate it right then and there. 
without right. any questions being asked, and you, and you had the burden of proof to try and get your stuff back. Yeah, so this you can look take it and look at that. Say, okay, so that's taking money out, especially if you stop somebody in one of these states and they're you know have some marijuana within the legal ounce or whatever they you know they're allowed to carry. You can't take that from them, right? You can't take the cash from them because it's not guaranteed. And see, here's another issue that that um, these legalizing marijuana have caused and. There are new banks opening up because of this, but the regular old federally uh, insured banks, a lot of them will not take the money that is made from the dispensaries. They won't take the money. You're right. You know, and, and their the, the reasoning, well, because it's against federal law. So a lot of right. these, 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 you know, so you you leave them open for robbers and things like that because. They have to carry that money and, and find somewhere to deposit. You see, right. and you're talking about thousand dollars a month, you know, a day. Yes. It's not more. Thousands I'm just saying that. So, yeah. you know, I, I, I'm with Pianchi on this one. You know, let's just legalize it all the way through. Legalize it all the way through. Hey, in these dispensaries, they're getting taxed on it anyway. So they're paying taxes on it. Right? Create exactly. jobs, you know. And now, Session says, "Well, you know that would create more. Is there creating more, you know, crime? I mean, problems on the street between the street sellers and the dispensaries." But no, if people if people go and buy it in the dispensary, that makes it. A, I think it's it's a safer route. Myself, yeah, it's gonna drive them. It's gonna put them out of business, or they're gonna go somewhere to find it. But who is it really putting out of business? The small corner drug seller or the big politician that's got his hands in it, making sure that you know that that he getting his cut of the the, the deal. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh Lord, have mercy. But yeah, I, I man, I'm all for the legalization of marijuana all the way through. I, I really am, because I'm a proponent of medical marijuana. For these veterans out here, because we deserve it. We fought for the right for y'all to ship it in illegally anyway, so we should, you know. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> I'm not going to go there. I- I'm staying away from that. Um, but yeah, you got Massachusetts thinking about it. Uh, Maine, of course, California just passed it. Well, Arizona. Uh, and, uh, and if you look at all the numbers, it, all the numbers are positive. Nobody be losing money, and they're gaining jobs. They're creating jobs. They are creating jobs. What's a better way to stimulate the economy is give somebody a job, right? Exactly. And that, 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 that would be, you know, sound advice, but, hey, I don't know. You know. Every dollar spent in the industry generates between $2.13 and $2.40 in economic activity. Only federal government spending has a high multiplier, and I think that's more than just $2. It's just they give you the thing on the back of it. But, um, yeah, so, you know, you got money going, 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 going. You know, now, the claim that um, it creates more crime hasn't been justified by numbers. You know, uh, because the state of Colorado, you know, them 
saw a 2.2% drop in violent crimes in the year after the first legalization of uh, recreational marijuana. You know, overall, crime dropped 8.9% during the same period of time. In Washington, violent crimes dropped by 10% from 2011 to 2014. Voters legalized recreational marijuana there in 2012. So where is the evidence that marijuana is causing, legalizing marijuana is causing all these problems? It just don't exist. They don't exist. They do not exist. In one 2014 study of the 11 states that legalized medical pot (laughs) marijuana from 1990 to 2006, there was no increase in the seven major categories of violent crime and some evidence of decreasing rates of some types of violent crime, namely homicide and assault. And that's simple because we don't make you want to do nothing but sit there, laugh, and have fun. It don't make you want to go out there and kill nobody. It don't make you want to go and do nothing crazy, you know. Most times, you're too high to move anyway. True. If you get, if you get the right stuff, you know, you just want to chill. That, and I was looking at a show on uh, uh, on the tube last night um, on the channel um, Vice. Vice, and this guy went into, you know, he said, well, for those that have never been in a, a marijuana dispensary, I'm going to take you all in and give you, you know, and it will set up nice. The lady say, well, this this type right here, marijuana is for this, this, this. This type is for this. If you want to do this, this, this. You know, and it was set up nice. They told you what you do. You know, when you finish, you get your bag, and you go about your business. You know, you don't stay there and smoke it or anything like that. You go to your own residence and smoke it. And what is the problem? Nobody's standing outside smoking still, right? This is a, it's not Amsterdam. It's the same thing. You go to your house. You know, you got your little shops and stuff where you can get your marijuana-coated food if that's what you want. The brownies are good, by the way. But anyway, um, you know, and that's it. There's no issue besides the point that they want to prosecute these folks, anybody caught with marijuana still, and give them the maximum sentence. And that is the problem I have because, once again, to me it seems like it's more about filling up the prisons than it is just legalizing and leaving these folk alone. Right. The state says it's okay, it's okay. Now, I know when they first did it, that's my first thing was, well, how is this going to work? The federal government says it's against the law, but the state say, yes, you can do it. How is this going to work? And it's, it, it, it's going to come to a head somewhere. I'm, I'm sure this is not the end of, of, of this discussion. Because it's going to come to a head. His head is there. You know, and I do believe, actually, the states are going to win if it does. And, and if it has to go to all the way up to the Supreme Court, the states are going to win. They are. I mean, that's just my, you know, my opinion on this thing, you know. So, you know, it is what it is. Marijuana good for you. <laughs> Marijuana good for you. But, yeah, I think, you know, this is just um, another another way of trying to please um, the, the base of 45. Because let's remember when he came to office, first thing he said was, I am the law and order, I would be the law and order president. He said that. 
He said that. So, you know, and, and him and Jeff Sessions haven't seen eye to eye on a lot of things. So maybe this is Jeff Sessions' way of trying to get back into good graces. <laughs> oh, man. It, look, what they should be trying to do, yeah, I'm not going to go there today. But anyway, so my take on it is marijuana, leave them, leave them smoke alone. If the, if the voters have said, yes, let's legalize it, then the people have spoken and move on. Move on. Then they keep telling Hillary Clinton, right? That's what they keep telling her. Look, he wonderful, move on. So let's do the same thing. It's legal in these states, leave it alone. Leave it alone. Because eventually it's going to be legal. It's going to be legal uh, nationwide. It's just a matter of time. Of course, I, I do believe Texas would be the last state to do it because they're just idiots like that. But it is what it is with that with that crazy state. But other than that, though, it's, it, it will be real shortly. It really will be. All right. So before we move on, let me get uh, P. Yankee's view on this one more time, and then we're going to move on to, to this net neutrality thing real quickly. Uh, P. Yankee, anything you want to add that I missed? Because I know you've been looking up stuff I've been talking about. No, I haven't been looking up anything, but uh, to say that politicians are directly or indirectly making money off of drug sales without any proof to show that is just nothing more than speculation and conspiracy stories. But uh, (laughs) I I agree with you on the other content. Uh, that should be left up to the states as the states desire. And also that consensus should apply to other things like school choice also. You know, people a lot of a consensus on uh school choice with vouchers of subsidies is uh, also wanted. But no <clears throat> I agree with what you said. Go on to the next one. You know, and and you know what though, in a, in a lot of the lot of the states you know that's where a lot of the, the proceeds are going from these sales is to towards schools, believe it or not. So we shall see. Like I said, this is a battle that is not over by a long shot, and uh, we'll see where it heads. You know, this is just the beginning, just the beginning. But anyway, thanks, Bianchi, as always. Um, you know, like I mentioned before, and I was talking about sessions, and you know his his interest, um, you know, in his financial disclosure that he had to give to Congress, he did mention um, numerous Vanguard funds, okay? And Vanguard does own more private prison stock than any other investment management company, okay? And he has, and he does own some stock. So even though the, the amount that is made off these are minute, really, for what they made, $1,400 or whatever as the the thing was saying, but you still own stock in it. If you fill up the jails, hey, that means you're you keep, keeping your, your your stock going. <laughs> you're keeping your stock going, and that, that has a lot to do with it. But anyway, moving on, moving on. Um, let's see. Net neutrality, net neutrality, net neutrality. All right, so. 
Oh, okay. All right. Um, net neutrality. You know that that's uh, has been a big issue here the last month and a half, and basically it's just a fight to say um, cable companies or telephone companies, whoever offers you know any type of telecommunication service, you know dealing with the internet or what have you. Um, Basically, what he's saying is, look, you can do this, but you have to do this first. All right? Now, the interesting part about this whole thing is most of us figure, yeah, this is just something new. But, no, this goes back. I mean, it goes back some ways. I mean, some ways, 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 ways. Um, to, what, 19... Let me let me look at the notes here real quick. Nineteen thirty six, no? Yeah. Nineteen thirty six. I mean, that's a long ways back. And over the years it has been brought up over and over and over again. Uh, well, the FCC finally went ahead and, and said, Look, this is what it's gonna do. We we replacing Obama era of time, you know, um regulations and, and things on it. And we are going to do it like this. You know. Now, when, when this first thing came up, there was, um, in 2004, 2004, the FCC chairman then, Michael Powell, okay, he came up with four principles, four principles for Internet freedom. You know, and he felt that, that they would ensure the Internet would remain, you know, free and open for innovation with minimal regulation. And, you know, nobody really checking on it and having any problems. And he said there should be four freedoms, four freedoms. The freedom to access lawful content, the freedom to use applications, the freedom to attach personal devices to the network, and the freedom to obtain service plan information. Those were the four freedoms. That's it. All right. <sighs> The problem now that we have is under Title II, Title II, um, President Obama basically said, look, if you mess up, you will answer to so-and-so. You will not, you know, do this, slow this down and slow that down and this part down just to get your part running fast without some consequence. As I was saying, this goes all the way back to um, – Title II of the 1934 Telecommunications Act, 1934. So we just looking at it on this end, but it goes all the way back to 1934, y'all, which was a specific set of regulations that apply to phone companies. Telecoms say the rules don't match the service they provide. Now, and that is what happened. All right, the FCC is doing away with the rules, barring Internet providers from blocking or slowing down access to online content. Uh, let's see. The FCC would also eliminate a rule barring providers from patronizing their own content, prioritizing, I'm sorry, their own content. Providers will be required to publicly disclose any instance of blocking, bothering, or paid prioritization. It will then be evaluated based on whether or not the activity is anti-competitive. Let's start with anti-competitive. Because, see, there's a problem with that already. Because in certain areas, 
in certain areas, there is only one quote unquote cable provider that services that area. So there is no competition. Already, there is no competition. So can you say, well, since there is no competition, we can do what we want to, right? Because if you really look at it, we have a monopoly on this area because nobody else is here. So it's either us or no one. And I think that is what was um, the Obama administration was really trying to get away from. But I, it, it's amazing because I can see both sides of it. You know, yeah, because he put the restrictions on under his administration, that did kind of slow it, you know, to where everybody had to answer for whatever they did. But in the same token, it didn't allow for anyone else, a new provider to come in and maybe offer more service because you have this one company, let's say Comcast, for for instance, that just, you know, that just has one area to themselves. And that's it. That's it. Um, So... Can that be considered anti-competitive or just a monopoly because we're the only one there? No one else can get in there. It's interesting, though. Anyway, oversight of Internet protections will shift from the FCC to the Federal Trade Commission. Y'all got that? So the FCC no longer has anything to do with will no longer have anything to do with Internet and telecommunications. That, that, that. Just the Federal Trade Commission. All right, now, people, people are really... Um, upset with this. Um, this guy named Chris, Chris Lewis, VP of Public Knowledge, which is a nonprofit that focuses on the open internet, said um, not only is the FCC eliminating basic net neutrality rules, but it's joining forces with the FTC to say it will only act when a broadband provider is deceiving the public. This gives free reign to broadband providers to block or throttle your broadband service as long as they inform you of it. And that is a, a very key part of, of this this new part of net neutrality. As long as you are informed of what is about to happen, they will be allowed to do it. They will be allowed to do it. And that is, is one of the, um, such as one service, one service offers you um, Netflix. You know, another service don't. But and if since they're offering it, they can say, well, you know, we give you Netflix and we give it to you at the speed. Where this other company coming in can't, can't match that because they're a newbie. You know, they're a newbie. Net neutrality advocates worry how repeal will impact the next Netflix. Upstart companies may struggle to strike deals with providers and pay up to their content delivered faster. That could fundamentally alter the future internet landscape. Now, there's there have been examples of all this already. Um, telecoms have been bullies. Verizon blocked Google Wallet. AT and T blocked video chat apps. Comcast slowed down file sharing services like BitTorrent. Okay, rural telephone provider Madison River blocked Vonage's over Vonage over the internet phone calls. You see, so there are examples. Of it's actually happening. So, will this net this this new new version be 
better. We can only wait to see. We can only wait to see. Now, um, will the Federal Trade Commission actually do what they're supposed to do and monitor and make sure this this is is done? The only problem I really have with it, after they tell you they're going to do it, they can do it. You know, you, you don't have to say yay, nay, whatever. Only thing they have to do is inform you that it's about to be done. That's it. That's it. So, like, Internet Explorer got Edge and, you know, Google got Chrome. If they want you to use more Chrome, they slow the Internet thing down to Edge, basically what they're saying. You know, but does that, will that violate any of the four freedoms that then Chairman Michael Powell wanted to, to make sure the internet was free for him for the freedom to access lawful content, the freedom to use applications, the freedom to attach personal devices to the network, the freedom to obtain service plan information. Those are just four freedoms. That's it. Now, under this new plan, will any of that be violated? Will any of that have, you know, Continue to happen? I guess we'll have to wait and see, wouldn't we? Won't we? Of course, once again, you know, expect a, 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 a court battle. So everything goes to court these days before anything is, is put in, for sure. But that was part of the final draft of, of what this new net neutrality thing is supposed to be about. Um, but, of course, you know, the latest one was in 1996. Under Clinton, you know, and a Republican Congress, hmm, you know, they established the Telecommunications Act of 1996, and um, established a policy to preserve to preserve the vibrant, competitive, free market that presently exists for the internet, unfeathered by federal or state regulation. <laughs> okay, that's what that was about. You know, um, 2015, which is you know the one before this one that they was arguing, they were arguing all over. The 2015 Title II order that reclassified broadband internet access service as a telecommunications service, subject to moderate regulation obligations under Title II of the Communications Act of 1934. So, based on they they going back and forth and doing is updating the older version of the Telecommunications Act. Changing the wording, changing the name to what certain things are being classified as. That's that's basically what the fight is over. And who's going who's going to monitor the, the the companies as they're beginning to grow, and, and including the new ones. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about, right there. Others they'd be like, I don't know what they're talking about. I have no idea because. They, they talk so much and round and round and round and round, but basically that's all it is. Are they going to take, uh, is one provider going to take and push their, their content faster than somebody else that you may have, they may be uh, paying them for? That's it. And as long as they tell you they're going to do it beforehand, it'll be all right. Where under the Obama administration, no, that couldn't happen. Hey, as I read to y'all, there have been cases where it has happened already. Has happened already. Before. 
So it's not like it's new. But in the instances like I was saying, Comcast has certain areas where Comcast is the only service provider, ISP. What <laughs> they do what the heck they want to. You know, they're sitting pretty, right? Just uh, somebody else come through. So there really is no competitive edge in a situation like that because they have the monopoly because they have the area. The customer is the one who suffers because you have no other choice. You really don't. Unless you want to go out and, and try one of these satellite companies, um, Internet, you know, like HughesNet or whatever. I don't know how that works. But. Hey, Ross, you, you with me? You got anything you want to add? No, you basically covered it all because, you know, like you said, as long as they let you know that, hey, this is what we're going to do and we're going to be doing, then, hey, they can do it. What's going to stop them? There is nothing to stop them now. So, if you know, you know, you notice your browser getting slower and slower. What are you going to do about it? It's the only place, the only Internet provider in your area is Comcast. What alternative do you have? See, thereby, but I, I really don't, you know, I really don't. See how, you know, that can, that being the case, how other companies are going to come in and, and, and going to be able to combat them because they're already, they're already there. And even if they do, those lines, they, they still have to link in with Comcast line unless they're going to try to, you know, put in a, a whole new network and who's going to have money and the time to do that. See? Yeah. That's a good way of putting it. I like that. I never thought about like that. But yeah, good point. Yeah, and that's a whole different thing. We talking about lines and yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because so, you, you, you of, Yeah, they they they've already they've already got the lines. They've already got the internet. You know, all of that sold up. They own all of that. So if you're going to tap in, you still have to go through their network. You know, it's certainly becoming, you know, a subcontractor. Mm. Mm. You're right. Outstanding. I like that, yeah. You're right. Way to close way to close it out. I like that. Way to summarize. And and that's the way it is for right now anyway. I'm sure in a yeah. couple of years we'll be revisiting this whole this whole discussion all over again. Because it's just Pretty the beginning. Well. Even though even though you know, this is supposed quote unquote be the final draft of the new um net neutrality rules and things, but I'm sure it won't be. Everybody be switching. You know the thing is, yeah, the guy who's always supposed to be a Republican and so forth and so on, yeah, they always have to throw the politics thing in. You know. And uh <laughs> it's funny. It's funny to me, because I'm gonna say it, yeah. The black guy said, you know, and the white guy said, yeah, and then bow, there it is. So that's twice I said that today, right? And neither one of them, see, and neither one of them was racially based. They just fact based, right? Yeah, that's it. They're just the facts. All right. Those <laughs> just the facts. <laughs> so, in, in actuality, if it's fact or truth, then it can't be racial or racist. That's what I'm saying. I don't know about y'all. But let's bring Pianki in one last time before we get up out of here today. Uh, Pianki, anything you want to add? You know, I know you, 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 you're a busy Well, man, this can so. be also a very good thing, too. 
Mm-hmm. You're talking about the net neutrality. Well, the rules that they're setting up. Mm-hmm. It should okay. be more cable companies. And it should be, you should, blacks should form a consortium and run a cables up the Mississippi, run submarine cables up the Mississippi River. You can run, uh, get it where you can run cable along these pipelines that transverse the country. Run cables along these transmission lines, towers that transverse the country. Then you can tie in and have your own network. You don't have to depend on Verizon, who now controls, I believe, the bulk of it. And once you have that competition, prices will come down. I don't know why they don't have a submarine cables running up the Mississippi. The Mississippi River starts up in Minnesota and runs right down the heart of the United States, all down to the Gulf of Mexico. Mm-hmm. And there's hundreds of submarine cables. You have 14 of them that ties into the West Coast and strings across the Pacific Ocean over into Asia, places like Japan, South Korea. And uh, China. Then also on the East Coast, you probably got about another 11 that swings across to Europe, to the Mideast, and also into Africa. But they don't have none mm-hmm. going up the Mississippi River. And if you go up mm-hmm. the heart of the Mississippi River, you could tie into those cables in major cities like Chicago, Texas. On upwards into the Michigan, now your costs would be a lot less than what they are today. And then any company, any group, can tie into that cable, then begin to run their fiber optics. You know, I don't know if you notice it in your city, but there are companies that's already running fiber optics all throughout the city of St. Louis for different reasons. And uh, mm-hmm. that technology exists. It's not expensive. We even have a black company here that does tunneling, and they could easily get involved in uh, that. I was working with some Zambians that was wanting to take 4G telecommunications to their country, which is landlocked, and they would have had to come off the coast of Africa at Angola and go uh, go inland. <clears throat> they could never find... Uh, any company that would want to partner with them. And lo and behold, a company down in southern Missouri, down there in Rush Limbaugh's town, Cape Girardeau, a company called Three Rivers, looked at what they wanted to do, sent people over there to the continent, and they came back and said that they will, uh, you know, it's something they would want to do. So ain't nothing precluding individuals from getting involved in that business. If you got the will and the desire and put together the means to do so. Okay. You know, that used to be here in St. Louis, uh, three cable companies. One was a black company. Then forever they went out of business. They're not around now. But you know what? There's a book out, and uh, I told Beezer about it. The name of the book is called 
The Anatomy of a Hustler. Cable comes to <laughs> Los Angeles or South Central. But you get that book. It's a very good book to read. And you want to see the people that was trying to get involved in that on all sorts of levels from uh, Bradley and uh, Mayor Bradley at the time and probably one or two well-known politicians, maybe even Maxine Waters. But uh, hmm. Anatomy of a Hustle, Cable Come to South Central. That's a very good book. All right. All righty, sir. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I'll look that book up. Hey, Cable Comes to South Central, huh? Right. The Anatomy right. of a Hustle is the title of the book. Mm-hmm. Subtitle is Cable Come to uh, South Central. Back during, I guess that was the 80s, if I'm not mistaken. But no, let's right. form a consortium. Let's put together a plan, put some costs out there, look at some logistics. What are the costs to do the coming up the, the Mississippi River? You're not, you're not talking about cutting across people's lands where you would have to get land rights, the same type of, of uh, obstacles that you would go if you was running a pipeline. There won't be no Indians mm-hmm. hollering at you, no possibility of any uh, spills, and so on and so on and so on. <laughs> Mm. That highway that's coming out you in Texas That highway that's uh, coming out of uh, Mexico Run cable along that highway That highway <laughs> branches up and splits in two directions I believe it does uh-huh. mm. Really? Mm-hmm. Go right. on the internet and look up SubmarineCableMap.com They show all those cables in the world You don't see nothing Going up the heart of the, the United States So it could be and Not only the United States but other countries too They prefer to start at the coast Then they run uh, Cables inland Well hell put a cable Right down the middle of the river And uh, now you can Go toward each side All right I just told you how to make me. Oh, run it. <laughs> yeah, you did. All right. <laughs> Somebody thought about it before me, but you did. All right. Thanks, Pianki. I appreciate it. All right, P. We're going to give you about time for us to get up out of here. So, last words, ma'am, before we roll out. Because it has been a pleasure. A good one today. Yeah, we had a pretty good show today. But, you know, just, you know. We still must continue to educate ourselves, be aware of what's really going on, and realize that everything presented to you ain't always what it is. You know, just be wise and learn to live above this one world system. That's it. That's it? That's it. Oh, wow. Wow, I was expecting something a little longer. All right, well, y'all, it's been real. It's good being back, I tell you. I, I missed all of you. First show of the new year, 2018, and we did our thing Yeah, we did our thing today. And I want to thank everybody who dropped by and came back and checked me out. Guest 724-819 and Yankee in the chat room. And, of course, on my switchboard, you know, I got a lot of folks. I got triple one, I got thugs on there, and I got 313. Uh, so hey, thank y'all for hanging out, man. It's been fun. I ain't got no 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 magical saying today. Stuff for 
Y'all have a good week, and we'll see you back here Friday on Let's Talk. But me and my host, my co-host, P. Ross, we're going to say have a good one, y'all. Take you out of here with some When I'm Gone. Nice little song. Hey, that was a ride, wasn't it? <laughs> but anyway, y'all be good. Remember, keep smiling. Show appreciation. Give with an open heart. Then make sure you forgive yourself first. And the biggest and best thing, learn to laugh at yourself. If you laugh at yourself, everything else is groovy or gravy, however you want to look at it. All right? So, till Friday, 2 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Pacific, 1 mile. This is the best talk on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mrs. Hawk Talk, saying, see ya! Y'all have a good one. We out of here. Something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.